your hope for your Red Sox, your Patriots, your Celtics, your Bruins, your Notre Dame football, Fighting Irish, your Celtic football, Chelsea football, Gonzaga men's men's basketball, your Wright State baseball, and your men's or uh, Boston College men's hockey team. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the Junkyard Dog, also known as the T.O. Swiggins, and you can't change that. Yeah, we kind of changed a little bit of the intro a little bit, too. Like, we are thinking of doing something a little bit different with the intro. Um, we still might mention the titles, but I just... I promised last episode I was going to find out how many titles, domestic and European, that Celtic football and Chelsea football won. But I forgot. Yeah. I also did forget something else we forgot to talk about last week. Um, let's see. So, as you have already heard... We got forgot to mention this. Um, last week was a national signing day for uh, college baseballs, so like call or high school players signed their letter of intent to play for a certain college. And for, we forgot to talk about. Uh, oh man, Brad Wanamaker's going to the Warriors. Well, he's not coming back. I figured he wasn't coming back. All right, Celtics guard, yeah. All right, so anyway, back to Wright State. Um, how this occurs to Wright State, they uh, signed or uh, had a couple of sign or letters of intent, national signing letters of intent. I butchered that. All right, get into it. All right, here's one. Um, ben or uh, Ben Stoner from Juliet, Illinois, with Juliet Catholic Academy. Infielder, all right. So basically, yeah, we won't go into other stuff too. All right, Ty Rotter, he went. He's from uh, Waterville, Ohio. Went to uh, Anthony Wayne High School, right-handed pitcher. Then uh, Andrew Patrick from Columbus, Ohio, went to a uh, Willard Darby, shortstop and right or a uh, right-handed pitcher. All right. You're gonna have to pick between one of those two. All right, Josh Lez or Lazar, um, Lewis uh, or Lewis Center, uh, Ohio, Glansbury Orange Horn. Oh, oh, um, Olin Olin Taggy Orange High School right-handed pitcher. I cannot read that. This print is so small. All right, Patrick Harrison from. Columbus, Indiana, went to Columbus East High School, first baseman and outfielder. All right, and then Chris Gallagher, he is the last of the signees from Indianapolis, Illinois, went to Indianapolis Cathedral High School and a right-handed pitcher. Right. So those are, yeah, we forgot to mention that la- or, uh, last episode. Sorry, our apologies for that. Yeah, just got to mention that. Well, F. If you're a Celtics fan, that's what you're thinking right now. Well, F. You let Gordon Hayward go, and the worst part about it, we didn't get a sign-and-trade deal done in that situation. Did he go back to Indiana? No, he did not. No. Instead, he decided to sign a – hold on. Let's see how much it was. Go to the Gordon Hayward deal. 
right. Here we are. He signs with the Charlotte Hornets for four years on 120 mil. All right. Poop. I kind of want to get Miles Turner and Doug McDermott from Indiana. Poop. And then not soon after that, two hours later, almost two hours later, it looked like Paul Millsap possibly possibly might be coming to the Celtics. He possibly might be coming to the Celtics. But he decided not to. He decided not to. He decided to re-sign with Denver for one more year, $10 million. And, yeah. Yeah, the one thing that was kind of making it so the deal did not go through or decided to stay in Denver was his family. He did not want to uproot his family and move half a quick or uh, all the way across the East Coast to Boston because of that. After they basically spent almost their entire lives in, yeah. I don't know. Stinks. How did we come out of the draft with so much optimism and now coming in the free agency week? Yeah, we have really kind of fallen off. You know what really makes me mad is someone like ESPN kind of dances on this a little bit. Like they post a picture of us losing Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Mookie Betts, and Tom Brady as a joke. This is why I hate ESPN so much. I refuse to do anything except make fancy sports, but at the same time, yeah. All right, let's get into some news. Well, I did get spoiled alert for uh, one, yeah, one news, yeah. Oh, we got another signing. All right, well, that fills our roster spot. Jeff Teague's breaking per Adam Hillenbox. Wow. All right. All right, is this true? Hold on, let me go to Twitter. Let me see if Woj has said something about this. I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, it's kind of true. All right, Adam Hillenbach said this. Yeah, all right, so this is true. So this is official one-year deal. And not sure how much he'll be making. All right. Okay. Jeff Teagues. All right. All right. Some freeze and sightings. Right. Let's go to what happened. News of the week. All right. So to begin with, Patriots played on uh, last Sunday on Sunday Night Football against the Baltimore Ravens, and looked like the Ravens were going to come out and win this one, but you know what? Thanks to the weather and thanks to Patriots, or thanks to the weather and the Patriots using that to their advantage, the Patriots held on to the dub, and they have won two in a row so far in an emptyless uh, Gillette Stadium as they win 23-17 against Baltimore. A team that hasn't or is not as good as they were last year. Kind of deal. 
Let's go over the box scores. Come on. No. No. All right. All right. Begin with um, uh, the Ravens got on the board first. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw to a uh, Willie Sneed the fourth for a six-yard pass, capped off by a Justin Tucker kit, make it seven nothing Baltimore. Then the Patriots got on the board as Cam Newton threw to Rex Burkhead for a seven-yard pass, for capped off by Nick Full Kick or Nick Full Kick, make tied up seven seven. Then Justin T or Justin Tucker. Of the Baltimore Ravens hit a 24-yard field goal. Now three-point game, 10 to seven, Baltimore. Then Rex Burkhead caught a, or caught a pass, not from Cam Newton, but the wide receiver Jacoby Myers. He threw a pass to Rex Burkhead, 24 yards. Um, Nick Folk kick does fail though, but does get the Patriots on the board, 13 to 10. And then they added on as uh, Cam Newton ran for four-yard run, capped off by Nick Folt kick. He made it this time. Make it 20-10 Patriots lead. And then Nick Folt hit a 20-yard field goal to make it 23-10 Patriots lead. And then the Ravens did get on the board with like eight seconds left in the third quarter. Um, Lamar Jackson threw to a Willie Sneed again for 18 yards. Justin, or Justin Tucker's kick went up and in. Make it 23 to 17 uh, Patriots. But in the end, thanks to the weather for on one final drive of the game from the Ravens, could not get it done. And the Patriots hold on for the dub. As your final score, as it stands, 23 to 17 Patriots. They are now four and five so far. They're starting to make a comeback. And they play a not too great. Uh, Houston Texans team in Houston tomorrow on CBS at noon or one o'clock Eastern time. All right. So awesome. Great dub. Yeah. Great night to be a Pats fan. And some news, actually some news. Um, it looks like that, uh, the or the Bruins and the NHL released their like a uh, re reverse retro jerseys. And it looks like it looks like an old version of the 1970s uh, Boston Bruins jerseys and the Pooh Bear jerseys, like the old 90s uh, Pooh Bear jerseys, mixed together with the 70s jerseys. I mean, I mean, I feel I don't have an opinion either way about these jerseys. I mean, they kind of do look a little sick. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having one just for the fun of it. Yeah, but I did look online on the pro shop. Almost $240 for this thing. Or a pocket jersey. No. And then the Celtics did release their, uh, well, they on Tuesday, they or um, either Monday or Tuesday, released their, uh, or leaked their uh, city jerseys. And it kind of looks like they're trying to copy off of the banner of the Celtics championship banners kind of deal. I'm, I mean, Looks great at first, but when I saw it on the actual players and actually saw it in, like, actually officially released on Friday, I thought, okay, I do like these jerseys. I feel like the reason people don't like them is in the past before last year's and this year's jerseys, the Celtics City jerseys kind of sucked. They really did. 
But last year's jerseys, I liked them because they they kind of got that feel of walking into an Irish pub or something like that. Like the lettering and stuff, it's all Gaelic. It's pretty cool. I liked it. Someone has a really big fan of that. I really do like that. And this year's, I like it too because it brings out the history of the Boston Celtics. Their tradition of winning, of winning banners and putting them up in the Raptors. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So the past two years, great. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Then the Red Sox did name a uh, new bench coach, uh, Will Venable. Um, he used to be the third base coach for the Cubs, and now he's coming over and being the new bench coach, So, which means Ron Ranke's not coming back. And I figured he wouldn't mainly because I feel like the guy wanted to retire after uh, 2020 just because he was just getting old and it's just about time. Yeah, it's time. I had my fun of MLB fun, and but I'm just calling that career. Then the draft was the NBA draft was uh, last or uh, Wednesday night, and the Celtics did make some pick, did get some picks. They did trade one pick, the thirtieth pick, uh, Desmond Baines of um, I think it was Michigan State. So, but he he they trade him to Memphis to get a couple of future round second picks or future round second or second round picks. But the Celtics got with the fourteenth pick in the NBA draft, Aaron Naismith. Forward from Vanderbilt. And I saw a highlight reel to um, this guy. He is a good shooter. And that's what we need coming off the bench. A bench that was just depleted after or during last year. That's what we need coming off the bench. A shooter. Someone who can make some points, especially drill them deep. Yeah. A lot of Celtics fans have really liked this pick. And I do too. Then they got another sharp shooter. This time with a 20th pick out of Oregon. Guard. Peyton Pritchard, yeah, so awesome. Another sharpshooter and a real good ball handler, too. He'll be coming off the bench as a guard, so very good. That's that guard depth. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Then they drafted the guy out of Israel, a guard with the 47th pick, Yam Madard. Yeah, which I think we followed the guy on uh, Instagram, and then he hit us right back with an Instagram follow, so it's kind of neat. Not sure if he still is now, but I don't know. Like, is this a burner account? What is this? Man, these Americans are weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll see him this year, but maybe in the near future. Yeah, that depends, like, how, like, everything's wrapping up with Israeli basketball and stuff like that. Then Gonzaga for men Gonzaga basketball. One player did get drafted, and it was uh, Killian Tilly. Well, not get drafted, but he did sign a two-way deal with the Memphis Grizzlies, so he's going to be playing basketball, at least either in their G League and a little bit sometime in the actual NBA team as well. Killian Tilly. Yeah, well, I actually looked it up. He actually is French, not – I thought he was American with an Irish last name. But he's actually a Frenchman. Yeah, he's a French – wee-wee. I mean, there's a few Irish people that – yeah, a lot of them immigrated after them. Yeah, like during the 1700s. Yeah, remember the French Irish Brigade? Yeah, those guys, the Battle of Huntanoin. Yeah. People are thinking, what the F is Tom talking about? <laughs> what have you been so <laughs> What have you been drinking? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this is actual stuff. Look it up. The the French Irish Brigade. Yeah. The Battle of Huntanoin. Look it up. It's where where did the generation go? Look it up on Google. I'm not kidding you. All right. 
Then the Red Sox did sign a minor league pros or minor league uh, player to a minor league deal. Mike Getze is his name. Is that how I'm pronouncing it? Getze. So outfielder. So all right, I'm not really sure what to think of that. Um, then the news of Gordon Hayward's uh, opting out of his contract to become a free agent. Then they started making the sign and trade deals and stuff like that. And like you thought, okay, he might get sign and trade to a team, mostly Indiana, and we would probably get Miles Turner and possibly Doug McDermott in the deal. And then Enos Cantor opts in on his contract for five more years to or a 2020 or 2020-2021 season. And then uh, Brad Wanamaker's option was declined, so he's not a free agent, but now he's not a free agent anymore since he just signed with the Warriors. So he's off the market. Then Semi Ojale's contract was picked up, but it doesn't mean really anything. And then Traymond Waters and Taco Falls uh, contracts were qualified, so which means they're still on the team, but as restricted free agents. I'm not really sure. Yeah, how? Yeah. And then Vincent Potier was traded to the Thunder and Cash, or what? Him and Cash were traded to the Thunder for. Another round of conditional or for a conditional second round pick. Danny ain't just building up those picks, just saving them up. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, he's kind of like getting a lot of Celtics fans pissed off. Um, then we got the sad news of Coach Lou Holtz, the gr- great Lou Holtz, second in wins, well, tied for second in wins um, with uh, Brian Kelly um, in the hit- history program, right behind the great new Karakani. We got news this week that he tested positive for COVID. And he's at that age where he's now probably vulnerable. Kind of stinks. 2020 stinks. F this year. Sorry about that, but, you know, yeah. Then the city jerseys for the Celtics got released. And the video, montage video, was great. I loved it. It had, and just, it just made me, uh, I had to watch it like four times. It was just like Celtic porn. It just was. It was just a glorified video of the Celtics history. I just loved it. It just was so great. The video of them releasing the jerseys and, like, making the announcements. Yeah, we're releasing the jerseys. And then the bad news for Celtics fans who love Enos Cantor. He he is a time on the roster for 2020-2021 lasted long as... The Celtics traded him right back to Portland uh, and got back in return a future draft pick from the Memphis Grizzlies. Yay! More draft picks that we probably don't know who's going to be for another two or ten years. Yay! (laughs) We need players now. All right. Then Red Sox made more uh, roster moves. To their MLB roster, so they added to their 40-man roster Court, Colton Wong, uh, not Colton Wong, sorry, <laughs> Connor Wong, um, Edward uh, Barazzo, um, Ed Hudson Potts, Brian Mata, uh, and Connor Siebold, and then uh, from uh, from High A Jesse Rosario, and remember this guy's name? He used to be a draft high draft pick. And taught it um, pitcher who was going to be the next massive bum garner, but he kind of started to fall off. Jay Groom, remember him? Yeah. Then the 
subtractions from this team, and I'm glad these people got booted out. Kyle, Kyle Hart, bye-bye. Um, Matt Hall, bye-bye. And um, Ryan Weber, who people have been saying looks like Greg Maddox. Well, he sure doesn't pitch like Greg Maddox. I can tell you that. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then the coaching staff has been official uh, or finalized. So your coaching staff for Alex Cora's second tender as manager, at least for 2021, here we are. Your manager, Alex Correa. Al your manager, my manager, your manager, Alex Cora. Your bench coach, Will Venable. Still, your pitching coach is Dave Bush. Your still hitting coach is Tim Hires. First base coach, Tom Goodwin. Your third base coach, Carl Fabless. Your bullpen coach is new, Kevin Walker. Um, and then assistant hitting coach is Peter Fetus. Fetus, I can't pronounce that. And your game planning coordinator is Jason Veritek. The captain is back. Then Ramon Vasquez is your oh, quality control pitch. Quality control coach and interpreter. Yeah. So Alex Forrest, buddy. Yeah. So in the offseason, everybody was making a deal about how um, Veritek could be the next manager. I thought, okay, that might be a good deal. And then I thought, then again, with our fan base and know how if Southern doesn't go right, if the season doesn't go right, we're going to blame the manager. This is what's going to happen. team better than you. <laughs> Burrow, I can't do a better job. Ooh. Get out of here, you bum. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't do that to Veritech. No, the captain, you can't do that to Veritech. Say that stuff to him. Someone who has been that big of a fixture as a Red Sox. Yeah, and not only that, he put his glove in A-Rod's face and told him the ghost Shut up and take his base. <laughs> Back in 2004, the rallying point, and that was the rallying point of that season. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like if something like Big Poppy might be a manager, that might not be good, too, because we might turn on him, too. It would be great to see, but at the same time, not so great. Well, at least he's on the coaching staff, at least for that. All right. How much time do we got? All right. I feel like we maybe chug out Chelsea football real quick. All right. Let's see. So Chelsea football, they played Newcastle today. It's 630 in the morning. And great folks, they went to uh, St. James Park, and they got the dub against the hometown uh, or home team, Newcastle in a 2-0 victory, so very good. Let's go over the scores or go over the score summary, and then we'll take a break and go and come back and talk about Celtic football. All right. See how they did. All right. So, uh, Fer Ferrico Fernandez got a goal 
in uh, 10 minutes. So, OG, I'm not really sure with that. And then Tammy Abraham got like a goal with uh, 65 minutes of, and that's where the final score would be. Yeah, two goals. So, Chelsea got done in the English Premier League. Let's see. And what's their standings as so far? <laughs> they are second in the English Premier League. So, right behind Tottenham. All right. Let's see. Yeah, two points behind Tottenham. Well, actually tied with them and Leicester. So, all right. So they're making their climb. They're trying to get the English Premier League. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's win the league. Awesome. Yeah. Let's get it done. Let's make the climb. Make the comeback. Let's go. All right. All right. So we'll take a break and then come back and uh, talk about Chelsea football and a few uh, other news that happened today and uh, wrap up the show with a few other things and something that's special that's had that's happened 100 years ago today in Ireland that has something a little bit political and a little bit sporty too. But don't go anywhere, guys. All right, we are back to uh or to uh, finish up the news and scores. We forgot to mention Friday night. Uh, Boston College hockey was supposed to uh open their season up against uh, New Hampshire or University of New Hampshire, but. Tonight or Friday night's game and tonight's game got postponed due to inclusive tests for COVID-19 with, uh, yeah, like uh, New Hampshire. So, yeah, we got to wait until next weekend. I believe, let's see, who did they play next? I believe it's Providence, but I could be wrong. But I could be totally wrong on that. Boston College. Uh, here we are. No, 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 no. Here we are. No, that's... Uh, come on. Boston College Hockey. Men's Hockey, yes. Men's Hockey. Here we are. Against Providence, yes, all right, so uh, Thanksgiving week, so Black Friday and Saturday, so next Friday and Saturday, okay, all right, all right, first we'll go to away at Providence and then come back home against Providence, all in the afternoon, yeah, so 2.30, my, or 2.30 on Friday, noon on Saturday, all right, both on Nesson, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I was about to say they got no, nothing else going on right now. God, yeah, they know Red Sox baseball. And we're not really sure what's going to happen with the hockey. So, yes. <laughs> All right. So, other news. So, it looks like before we get into uh, the Celtic football news, um, Patriots uh, running back uh, Sony Michelle has been activated from the IR. So, he will be back hopefully tomorrow, but won't be sure. Won't be sure for now. And then Celtic football went to a Easter Road Stadium and played Hibernian. And it looked like to begin with, they were down 2-0 to Hibernian. It looked like another Scottish Premier League loss. But they came back, tied it up, and at least ended the game with a 2-2 draw. As, yeah, that's where your final score. 2-2 Celt- or a game ended in a draw. 
let's go game summary. All right, so to begin with, um, no score at halftime. And then when they came back right when the second half began, uh, Murphy and Nesbitt got goals for Hibernian. So they went up and made the score 2-0 Hibernian. And then late in the game, um, Celtic got on the board. Um, Edward or uh, Edward came off the bench and hit like a penalty kick to ta- to make it a one point game, two one, uh, Hibernians. And then with ninety minutes left in the last minute of the game, Diego Lalek or Lilacs uh, hit a goal to tie it up, two two. Celtic end of the game with a two two draw. It does kind of hurt them in the standings. Let's see what that puts them now. Oh, in second. So we still have a chance. We still have a chance against the uh, Rangers. I mean, at this stage, don't never say die. Never say die at this point, especially since the season is far from over. All right. Put some of the standing. So eight points behind Rangers, which is their rival. Um, so for or so like uh, 38 points to 30 points in the standings. Okay. All right, and then Notre Dame football today, they they had the bye week, so no news to report. And then, as we said, and we went over the Gordon Hayward news, so he signed with uh, Charlotte for four years and 120 mil, so no signing trade deal, folks. So we're not getting Miles Turner or Doug McDermott for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, kind of stinks. So, yeah, so basically, yeah, so, yeah, it was not a great day. Yeah, we went over the Paul Millsap news. I thought he had to have the top of his list, and we thought, oh, Paul Millsap might be wanting to come to Boston. Mm, mm, Maybe some news, maybe some news, Paul Millsap. Mm, Yeah. But then he decided to stay in Denver, maybe because of family stuff and stuff like that, and, like, it was best for his family to stay in um, Denver. So, nope. Yeah, all right. And then I feel like I did see something Robin did post today. She did say, um, in my words, I said, at least from the Boston media, my t- our time in Boston was good, and we did make friends, and it will, and we will miss them. All right, I will admit that. I thought she was gonna take a dump on Boston at first. Well, I mean, she did with the media. I mean, I mean, but could you blame her? Delgar and Mass. The radio talk shows that they had to deal with those people and the Twitters. Yeah. And the people on Twitter, Twitter accounts. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's probably, yeah. Induce labor, Robin. <laughs> yeah. That kind of pissed her off. Yeah. It would kind of piss me off too if I was her. Yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. But. All was not lost today for Celtics signing fans or first Celtics fans in signing new players. Right before I left home or left uh, my parents' house after dinner, we got news that Tristan Thompson is coming to the Celtics on a two-year $19 million deal. So he is shipping up to Boston. All right. He wants to come here. All right. And then we got the news of uh Celtics uh, have secured the guaranteed contracts of Daniel Tice and Semi Ojale, so they are back on the team, so very good. And then 
we got the news that Jeff Teagues has decided to sign with the Boston Celtics. Let's see, where's this Jeff Teagues news? All right, here we are. Jeff Teagues. All right. Jeff Teagues. He has decided to sign it on a one-year deal. We're not really sure how much it is. But, yeah. So good. We made some signings. Awesome. That's kind of how the day ends. All right. So good. All right. So, let's go into fancy. So, looks like that we got uh, ESPN fancy has been for NBA bat basketball has started up. So, we are going to get into that first before we get in the um, um, ES or a fancy or fa fantasy football. All right. So, my teams for ESPN basketball. Caillou's annoying, named after the cartoon character, the bald-headed cartoon character that is really annoying and a little bit of a brat. Uh, Caillou, that used to be on PBS. Yeah, my mom hated that show. <laughs> you know, there's, there's videos online of uh, somebody that I watched that, like, um, they made, like, a parody skits of what Caillou would be like if he's a 22-year-old. Like, literally like 18 years later or something like that. And he still acts like the same little whiny four-year-old kid as he is a 22-year-old. It's, it's pretty funny. It's good. His parents, yeah, his parents are like kind of annoyed. He's like, grow up, Caillou. <laughs> All right. And then going up for glory is another team named after the Boston Celtics book uh, or the book written by Boston Celtic great and your 11-time NBA champion, yeah, that's more than Michael Jordan and more than LeBron, but they won't count that because, you know what, the NBA was different back then. <laughs> it's still the NBA, no matter what it was. All right. So, yeah, anyway, 11-time NBA champion, Bill Russell, his book. He's coming out with an updated version of it, an updated version of the book where he talks about the racial tension and, like, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that in this book. And it's kind of said that – um. It's a little bit – it's kind of really prevalent now than it was in 1960. But you can be the judge of that. So we named it after that. I've drafted in 15 minutes with this – or not 15 minutes, uh, 15 hours with the team. All right, so at noon tomorrow. <clears throat> Next team is uh, Stan Marsh, named after a character on South Park that – uh. Dark-haired kid with the uh, the blue uh, palm or a uh, palm hat or blue uh, palm stocking cap. Yeah, that got not the fat one, the skinnier one. Yes. All right, Mickman named after a uh, Barstool's a uh, basketball blogger and uh, editor in chief, uh, Coley Mick, so called the Mickmen. Yeah, as in men plural. Yeah. And then the boys of the old brigade, which is a uh, Title of a Irish uh, I, or Irish rebel song about war about Ireland about a certain veteran during Ireland's war for independence. Yeah, back like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Which is called the Boys of the Old Brigade, which is basically his buddies and him during their war fight for independence and how he was remembering those days. Yeah, during like the celebration of uh, nineteen sixteen and the Easter Rising. All right. The Boston Toms, named after uh, for the Boston Celtics, and a, a teammate from Harlem Baseball, um, 
named his fantasy football team after me and my affinity and love for Boston sports called the Boston Sons. So I thought, let's carry the tradition here. Yeah. Shout out Trey Rogers. And that's it. Six teams. All right, and then let's see. Let's go to the Yahoo Fantasy talk about fantasy football. So where are we at? So Mr. Garrison, 2020, they are three and seven and ninth in a 10 league team. So not ninth out of 10 teams. So not great. And currently right now, they're leading three nothing, but they are projected to lose to Robert's fine team. All right. Robert's fine team. What a generic team. What a generic name for a team. All right. <clears throat> All right. So Kellerman's a schmuck. Um, they are two and eight right now and 19th out of a 20 team league team or t- 20 league or 20 team league. So not great. So second to last and currently right now scoreless between a Brian swell team, but they are projected to lose. Gakoskio Squadron, they are 2-8 and, and in dead last place in their league, so not great. Yeah, really different from last year's team, yeah. And currently right now, they are getting blown out by Justin's team, 61, or will not get blown out, shut out by Justin's team, 61.95 to nothing. And they are projected to lose. Gakoskio Squadron, yeah. All right. O'Connell Street, right now they are 2-8 and eight and 11th in a 12-team league. So not great, second to last. And But right now the score is 0-0 to Burrow's team. I can't pronounce I'm sorry I butchered that name. But they, well, O'Connell Street is projected to win this game. So all right. Awesome. Very good. All right. Dobby. Dobby. All right, right now they are no go back. I didn't want to do that. All right, all right. So they are three and seven, and in did last place in their league. So not doing really great. And currently, right now they are winning to. Uh, they are winning against the uh, Ghetto Penthouse, eighteen point nine to zero. But they are projected to lose. So yeah. All right. Going deep. So right now they are three and seven and tenth in a twelve team league. So third to last. So not great. And currently right now they're getting shut out by a straight out Hopkins of thirty four point thirty six or thirty four point thirty six to nothing. And they are projected to lose. Poop. Brady's the goat. One and nine and tenth out of a twelve league team. I have really done this honor to Tom Brady naming this team. Poop. Right now they are scoreless to uh, Steven Shellmere, but they are projected to lose. Yeah, it's not even close looking at this. All right, James Conley. Right now they are two and eights, or are not two and eight, eight and two, and third in a 10 league team. So very good out of all those. All the teams in Yahoo, they are doing the best right now. They are doing the best. All right. And right, but right now they are losing the red, Randy's rad team, 7.623. And they are projected to lose. 
crap. All right. That's it for Yahoo Fantasy. Now ESPN. See how we're doing in football. All right. Billy or Billy Billy. They are six and four right now. And currently, right now, they're losing the team Gamlet or Dolan uh, 10.1 to nothing. So they're going to shut out. Joe Exotic for president, or uh, they are five and five, and are currently losing the team Mendy twenty one point seven to sixteen, so not great. The Bobby Boucher's are win are uh, five and five right now, and are winning to a uh, team J twenty one point seven to nothing, so they're shutting them out. Awesome. All right, the Declan Harps, they are five and five, and are playing are. On are on currently scoreless to uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, zero, zero. All right. I hate rats. Um, right now they are four and six and are currently beating, uh, oh, let's do it. Um, 21.7 to nothing. So they're shutting them out for now. All right. And then right now, um, we're still here. They are six and four. They're on a one game win streak. Um, and currently right now they're being team Rangers or team Raiders 21.7 to nothing. So they're shutting them out. And then the Eric Cartman's are losing or Eric Cartman's are two and eight and are currently losing to team or team Mullen, like getting shut out, like 49.78 to nothing. So not great. All right. Then finally the new England Toms are Two and eight. They've won their last game, and currently, right now, they're being Team Smith 14.2 to 10.1. Right. Awesome. So that's it for fancy um, football. All right. So nothing yet. No hockey yet. I don't think they'll say anything until there is news of the season. All right. But we'll do something yet. We'll do playing on forward for. Fancy hockey, we are planning to do in, I would say, four teams in. So, yeah, for so basically four teams for each of the two divisions in the East and West Conference. So, yeah, so four for ESPN and four for Yahoo. So, eight teams in general. All right. Okay. So, we didn't get over last week about a some the the shows I've been watching lately. All right. So a new show we just added on to the original programming is called La Revolutionary or La Revolutionary, which is basically it's kind of a weird kind of like show. It's about the French Revol- a show about the French Revolution, kind of like stuff like that, like what's going on then. But it's kind of a little more like it's kind of like sci-fi and a little weird. I don't, I don't know. Watch the first episode and it's like. Ugh. I feel like the lead, I feel like the lead main actress is kind of, she's kind of cute. Kind of, huh? <laughs> Tom. Tom's really good. All right. And then we uh, watched an episode of Empire Games, talked about the Chinese Empire and a little documentary about that. And then we watched FADA, new art episode two of FADA. So pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all, like, kind of recovering after the whole, like, uh, wedding shootout and stuff like that. So, that 
they all did to that uh Palestinian shoot or Palestinian or or Palestinian or terrorist uh, shoot or wedding that they were having and like yeah so yeah everybody's recovering on both sides both the Israelis and the Palestinians so yeah, yeah kind of seeing like what we need to do they didn't get uh yeah Ahmed yeah they didn't get Ahmed that's who it is yeah I'm trying to follow along all right so that's about it. <clears throat> All right, we're going to take a break and then come back. We're going to wrap up the show. We're going to talk about a little bit about Bloody Sunday and what it meant to um, me personally and the 100th anniversary. All right, so we are back to wrap up the show. And we're going to talk about a little bit about Bloody Sunday in 1920. Because today is the 100th anniversary of the Bloody Sunday incident that happened in Ireland in 1920. On November the 21st, 1920. Yeah. All right. So what happened? It's basically a lot of stuff happened that day. To begin with, um, my, or the IRA, under the command of uh, or organized by Michael Collins, assassinated um, 50 members of the British intelligence uh, organization and mainly the Cairo gang, which were basically a group of uh, British undercover agents. So basically he took them out. To make sure, like, uh, because they were getting to him and basically, like, make it so they were closing in on him. And, you know what, I'll beat you guys to the punch. So he sent out his uh, IRA group, Hitmen. They took out the Cairo gang. And that was about it. Well, until then. The British got news of this. And then they retaliated. And their retaliation was that a group of IRC, which is the or the Royal Irish Constabulary, which are basically the police, the Royal Irish Police, um, black and tans, which are basically war criminal, were basically war criminals. Yeah, and the auxiliaries drove to Croke Park and attack or attacked a Gaelic football match, which is basically a Gaelic football, which is kind of like soccer and football at the same time. Yeah, actual football. Like they're actually holding the ball, like football. You, yeah. All right, we won't go too into details. So they attacked a football match between Tipperary and Croke Park, or Tipperary and Dublin. And they killed at least 14 people and wounded uh, 60 other or 14 people and civilians and wounding 60 others. And I believe they killed two children. Two of them were children. Yeah. So not great. So and they did kill one player. His name was Mick Hogan, which will end the show with a song about Michael Hogan or Mick Hogan. Well, his full name was Michael Hogan, a player from Tipperary. Yeah, I made a mistake on the Instagram post that we made today about commemorating Bloody Sunday. It wasn't actually 30 people that got killed. It was actually 14 people. Yeah, the GAA did something today. They made commemorations to Bloody Sunday and to the 13, 14 victims that were killed on Bloody Sunday. They had like a candlelight vigil and stuff like that. They made like commemorative uh, jerseys, like temporary jerseys and stuff like that. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was kind of, yeah. I mean, what? And they did like investigation at the end, like to see like, because the British made it sound like to begin with that, oh, there were actually IRA people in the crowd. And like, they actually, the firing came from inside the stadium first. Like they actually like, uh, when they heard that got news, when someone said, hey, the British are coming, they, the IRA stood up and, like, point their guns up in the air, shots, shots in the air, like, saying, hey, we're getting out of here. And that's where the commotion started. 
and the British just like overreacted. But it kind of looked like the British were the first ones to open fire. Well, it was the same time. They were trying to organize, and then it got out of control, the black and tans being the war criminals that they are. I'm sorry. They are war criminals. I know it's been 100 years from now, but you know what? Justice should be done with those guys. They are war criminals. Yeah, seriously. And let me tell you about the black and tans. They are nothing but a load of bums. They are basically guys that Winston Churchill, Lord jo- Lloyd George, basically picked out of prison and basically gave him a gun and say, hey, go to Ireland. You can commit rape and murder and get away with it. And we will just pardon you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we can do all that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They are war criminals. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm getting a little political on this show. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. So, so that's what we wanted to do today. We wanted to finish out the show with a little bit of commemorate Bloody Sunday. Because it was a sporting event, and it meant something to me too. Like learning about it in high school, watching the movie Michael Collins, played by Liam Neeson. Yeah, they made like a little uh, note about that. They made a scene happening. They kind of did make it a little inaccurate too. Um, yeah, an armored car ran into the field, and like um, the players just kept on playing, and then that's where the armored car opened fire and stuff like that and killed it or killed a lot of people. But at, in reality. They fired from outside and then scaled the walls and stormed the field and then started killing people. And that's what kind of really happened, too. Yeah, but yeah. But they want to make, like, yeah, I don't know. yeah. So go check it out. Michael Collins, great movie. Yeah. It, that's basically what got me into uh, Irish Republicanism and like the history of Ireland's fight for freedom against the British. Yeah. So. And then, so yeah, so a little known fact for Notre Dame football in 2020 or 2012, guess where they played against Navy in Ireland or played in, in Navy in Ireland? In, I can't talk. Played Navy in Ireland. That same park, Croke Park. Yeah. Yeah, in Dublin. Yeah. And they were going to play this year against Navy or renewal of that rivalry, but COVID hit. COVID hit and effed everything up, so no trip to Croke Park. Yeah. They even named a, a section of their uh, field after uh, Mick, or, uh, after uh, Mick Hogan, who was the only player that got killed. Yeah, from Tipperary, from Grangemore to Tipperary. Oh, we got more Celtics news. They are still exploring a sign-and-trade deal for Gordon Hare. Okay, so we might possibly be getting something out of this uh, deal with uh, – for the Gordon Hayward deal with uh, Charlotte. So we possibly might get a signed trade deal. Okay, all right. All right. Well, we're going to have to give up some people. Yeah, about to say. Hmm. Who's going to go? <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else to talk about? All right, we covered, got over Wright State. We got over nerding football. We talked about Boston College. Oh, no, not nerding football. They didn't play today. Yeah, this week. Um, Boston College hockey. Gonzaga basketball. Oh, Gonzaga basketball. We almost forgot about that. All right. So they will play so far as of now. They will play on Thursday against, I believe, Baylor. They will play. They are oh, actually Kansas. I was wrong against Kansas on Thursday on Fox. As of now, as
as of now. So, yeah, as of now. I did hear the Ivy League did cancel all fall or winter sports for this year. And I am kind of starting a little worried, too, because the last time around the same time when the NCAA tournament for last year or last season was happening, the Ivy League was the first one to say, hey, we're going to cancel the rest of the season for us sports, so we're not going to be in the NCAA tournament. And that was the domino effect of the canceling of the NCAA tournament for 2020. So you kind of are starting to get like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, mm. That's good news. Not good at all. Yeah. Those nerds. <laughs> that's that's the entirely. They're all nerds. <laughs> End in the end the show on a joke. <laughs> All right, okay. So that's about it. I don't think. Do we got anything else to talk about? All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at or at a, follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Royal. Hey, no, not yet. Hold on. I didn't watch that earlier. Hold on. Hey, hey, stop. All right. Sorry for getting the song ready. All right. So follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Royal. And then follow my personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog92. Send us DMs, and we'll have them read at the end of every episode. Do we have any DMs today? We forgot about that. All right. I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. And then follow the show. On Instagram, at RoarRooters1992. We will have that in the details of the episode. And then send us DMs through there, too. And we'll have them, as usual, right at the end of every episode, if any. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Or wherever you get your podcast from. Doesn't matter to us. And with that being said... I believe that about doing. All right. See you guys next Saturday. Banyana. In Crow Park one Sunday evening, drunken forces of the crowd turned their guns upon the Irish. And like dogs, they cut them down. A gallant gale from Tipperary, as he played his native game, was laid low by British bullets. Michael Hogan was his name. Little known to Tipperary are the Dublin. Gales who played that a murder gang from England to Crow Park were on their way till an aeroplane it hovered or that quiet yet sporting scene as the spray of rifle bullets showered the crowd on Hill 16. Take him home to Tipperary
to that silent, lonely grave. Take him home to Tipperary there to rest among the brave. Men like Hogan loved their country. It was cruel and fateful day. When the mighty British Empire tried to smash the GAA. When the tans jumped from their lorries, those ruthless thugs of high renown, with their rifles at the ready, our young hero to gun down. Every year the gales assemble at the sight of that sad scene when the rosaries recited for our one and only queen. The name of Michael Hogan and the fame of Dublin town the shame of bloody Sunday, where our martyrs were gone down. In the memory of our hero, is the mighty Hogan stand, and the playing of the music of the marching artane band. Take him home to Tipperary, to that silent, lonely grave. Take him home to Tipperary, there to rest among the brave. Men like Hogan loved their country, it was cruel that fateful day. When the mighty British Empire tried to smash the GAA. Now you gales from over Ireland, Wincroft Park you will attend. Give a thought for bloody Sunday, and let this little prayer ascend. It's not too much I'm asking For our heroes passed away For all those the British murdered On that bleak November day When you're cheering on your county Up the banner of the dogs or you're following the fortunes of your football and hurling club. Spare a thought for old Grange Muggler, there he rests among the brave. Spare a thought for Tipperary and his silent lonely grave. Take him home to Tipperary, to that silent, lonely grave. Take him home to Tipperary, there to rest among the brave. Men like Hogan loved their country, it was cruel and fateful day. 
When the mighty British Empire tried to smash the GAA. British Empire tried to smash the GAA. Yeah. <clears throat> the GAA is um, the Gaelic Athletic Association, if you're wondering. Yeah, we just lost all of our UK listenership. <laughs> All right, let's turn on Ferris and send us home. No, I do love Applebee's, but I do not like ads. Go away. Let us end the show. <clears throat> you have good food, but at the same time, no free ads. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go home. Go. Get get all of you. Oh, go home. Go. Get all of you. Go home. I want to watch television.